0: Hi guys, we are back with our Mind News podcast. Welcome to our second episode. Thank you for being here today. We are really glad you are here. So, in these episodes, we talk about some important facts that make your life easier. If you still haven't seen our first episode, go check it out. If you liked our previous episode, stay with us for more tips to make your life easier. And don't forget to join our community via Facebook, Instagram, also download our app to get your daily codes so that you won't miss one. And you can get links to all these from our show notes. In this episode, we're gonna talk about our sleep. So, let's begin. It's 2 a.m. You're tossing and turning, trying to get relaxed and fall asleep. It can be so frustrating when you do sleep well, and you can sit in. We may lie in the bed, worrying. Everybody has an occasional poor night's sleep, but there are strategies that may help you tackle insomnia. So, let's talk about what insomnia. Insomnia is a condition that involves being unable to sleep, and comes in different forms. Primary insomnia is when your inability to sleep it is not linked to any other condition, but it's secondary insomnia it means when your sleeplessness is caused by another condition. For example, depression or cancer. Then there's a chronic and acute insomnia. With acute insomnia lasting from one night to a couple of weeks and chronic insomnia being when someone suffers at least three nights a week, for a month or longer. Whichever form an insomniac suffers from, it can have a serious detrimental effect on your life. And as a condition, it's much more common than you might think. If you're consistently having trouble falling or staying asleep, you may have insomnia, and while it's causing problem for some people, it can impair the quality of life for others and contribute to additional health issues including high blood pressure, obesity, and diabetes. Here are some key facts about insomnia. Sleeplessness is more common than you think. An estimated 10% to 13% of population have insomnia each year. And the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention considers it's a serious public health problem. It is common in older adults, females, and people with medical and mental illness. health. In a 2008 study, 2 in 5 people who slept less than 7 hours during a 24 hour period said they unintentionally fell asleep during the day, while nearly 5% reported nodding off while driving. It leads to billions of dollars of lost work productivity and increased risk of accidents. Not all insomnia is created equal. Many people grapple with sleep lessons now and then, often due to stress from personal or economic issues. That's called acute insomnia. It's when insomnia becomes chronic, lasting three months or longer and affecting family, work, other aspects of your overall life. That you should consider seeking help. The risk is if you let it go too long. Chef surgeon, MD, a sleep medicine specialist at Rush says it now starts to become a part of your life in terms of poor sleep habits. We want to get people early so those type of things don't keep going. You can help yourself sleep better if you've been coping with some sleep problems for a short period of time, there are steps you can take before seeking help. Let me help you get some rest. Shamsky Watt, PhD, a behavioral sleep medicine specialist at Rush says, the most common recommendation I would make is to try to keep a regular sleep schedule seven nights a week and really try to lock down the bedtime and wake-up times to be more consistent. That helps align the 24 hour clock in our brain called circadian system with our desired sleep schedule and he says it will enhance our ability to remain awake during the day and sleep at night there are few more things that we can cover. stay active experts say exercise can help people sleep better and feel more alert in fact one study found that 150 minutes of moderate to vigorous activity each week led to 65% improvement in sleep quality. Just make sure you're not working out too close to bedtime, which can actually be counterproductive. Watch what you drink, reduce your caffeine intake, and avoid it at least eight hours before bedtime. And go easy on your after-dinner drinks. While alcohol may help you fall asleep, it can interfere with the good night's sleep. Create a quiet, relaxing bedroom environment. That means no watching TV, playing video games, checking emails on your smartphone, even reading. Try to keep regular sleep schedule 7 nights a week and really try to lock down bedtime and wake-up times to be more consistent. Medications can help up to a point. Non-prescription sleep aids will help you sleep and they are okay on occasion. The problem is that people can quickly develop tolerance from the drug and may need to increase the dosage to maintain effectiveness. Prescription sleep medications also may be helpful in the short term but tend to work best when completed by behavioral therapy aimed at getting the root of the problem. Virgin says the ones out there do work, but they don't work in isolation. Meanwhile. It cautions against putting too much fainting herbal supplements like teas or valerian fruit. Nothing that they have been rigorously studied, so their effectiveness is unclear. Some who find them beneficial may actually experience placebo effect. If you insomnia persists, don't try to go it alone, as there are strong likelihood it can be effectively treated. And you can start by contacting your primary care physician. They can look at the most common condition that could be causing or worsening sleep problems. Those conditions may include thyroid diseases, anxiety, depression, and nighttime asthma attacks. To help with diagnosis, doctors may have you maintain a log or parent device to help better understand your routine and track when you're sleeping. In some cases, experts may recommend a sleep study. It typically involves an overnight stay at home. experts monitor a variety of biological functions during sleep, including brain activity, eye movement, heart rate, and blood pressure. We are electrodes attached to the patient's skin. So as insomnia can affect our health and day-to-day life, we should not neglect it. We can make some changes to our lifestyle, or if it is worse, we can get some professional help. So let's get rid of insomnia, before it gets us. If you like this episode, be sure to join our community to be notified if any new episode is posted. Share this episode with your friends. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you're leaving with some great things that can help you and your life every day. So till next time, Stay safe!